This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This is TechCrunch. Have you checked on your IT team lately? 2020 was rough for them. Ransomware, work from home, cloud migrations. It didn't stop. It's a good time to give them a new resource, IT Pro TV. They can learn new skills and have a reliable, searchable knowledge base, all online and on demand. Visit itpro.tv slash crunch to learn more. That's itpro.tv slash crunch, itpro.tv slash crunch. Squarespace files for a direct listing on the NYSE by Alex Wilhelm. Today, Squarespace, a well-known software and hosting provider for SMB websites, released its S1 filing. The company is pursuing a direct listing on the New York Stock Exchange, or NYSE. It will trade under the ticker symbol SQSP. The company's financial results paint the picture of a rapidly growing company that has a history of profitability. Squarespace also has listed financial results that are inclusive of some share conversions, among other matters. Its pro forma results presume that all shares of our convertible preferred stock had automatically converted into different types of common stock. The pro forma results are also inclusive of a private placement and its recent acquisition of TOC. It will take some time to unspool that particular knot. For now, we'll stick to Squarespace's historical results through 2020 without those accoutrements. If you intend to buy shares in the company, you'll want to understand the more complicated math. For now, let's focus on Squarespace's own metrics. In 2019, Squarespace generated revenues of $484.8 million, leading to gross profit of $402.8 million, operating income of $61.3 million, and net income of $58.2 million. In 2020, those numbers changed to revenues of $621.1 million, gross profit of $522.8 million, operating income of $40.2 million, and net income of $30.6 $6 million. Squarespace's revenue grew just over 28% in 2020 compared to 2019. For reference, its pro forma results for 2020 include a modest revenue gain to $644.2 million, gross profit of $530.5 million, an operating loss of $246.4 million, and a net loss of $267.7 million. Squarespace has a history of cash generation, including operating cash flow of $102.3 million in 2019 and $150 million in 2020. The company's cash flow data explains why Squarespace is not pursuing a traditional IPO. As Squarespace can self-fund, it does not need to sell shares in its public debut. 
Turning to Squarespace-specific metrics, the company's unique subscriptions rose from 2.984 million in 2019 to 3.656 million in 2020. Its annual recurring revenue, ARR, rose from $549.2 million to $705.5 million in 2020. Squarespace's ARR grew around 28.5% in 2020, a faster pace of expansion than its GAAP revenues. Per the company's SEC filing, the company completed its estimate of the fair value of its Class A common stock for financial reporting purposes as a weighted average $63.70 per share for shares granted prior to March 11, 2021. That should help form a reference price measuring stick for now. Finally, who owns the company? Major shareholders include the company's founder and CEO, Anthony Casalina, who owns just around 76% of the company's Class B shares, or 49,086,410 total units. Excel has 15,514,196 Class A shares. General Electric has 22,361,073 Class A shares and 4,958,345 Class B shares while Index Ventures has 19,460,619 of the Class A equity. The majority of voting power rests with the company's CEO, with 68.2% control. Public market investors will have to vet how much they like having zero say in the company's future direction. Regardless, this is going to be a fascinating debut. More shortly. Spoken Layer To hear everything you need to know about the week's top stories in tech from the people who wrote them, check out the TechCrunch podcast, hosted by me, TechCrunch Managing Editor Daryl Etherington. Each week we go in-depth on two or three of the week's top stories from in and around the startup ecosystem, and I'll be joined by the TechCrunch experts who covered them. They tell us why the news is so important and what they think matters most to you, our listeners, whether you're just interested in tech or that's where you make your living. New episodes drop every Saturday morning, so be sure to subscribe to the TechCrunch podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. 